first episode of Katie Fine Cast, where we feature our sisters in a variety and range of topics based on their backgrounds, career, leadership, and more. Today we'll be talking about our podcast and giving an exclusive inside scoop into your host, us. Hi, I'm Cindy. Hi, I'm Amy, and we're your hosts for Katie Fine Cast. Let's kick things off. So Cindy, uh, let's give our sisters a little bit of a background um, on us. So tell me about yourself. So my name is Cindy Wing. I am from Michigan State University Associate Chapter, and I cross fall 2016, and I'm originally born and raised in Chicago, and currently I am in Arizona. My occupation right now is medical laboratory technologist, and soon to be, maybe, hopefully, (laughs) a pharmacist in the next four years. And then a fun fact about me is I know how to play four instruments. No, I'm a- awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, and um, looks like our hosts are gonna be from the Midwest this uh, this season here. Um, hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Amy. I'm from uh, Pre Associate Chapter Purdue University at West Lafayette. I crossed fall 2005, and I am also born and raised from Chicago. Hey. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> Uh, my occupation is I work in project management, um, and I work in the video games and entertainment industry, which is great. Um, been enjoying the job a lot. Uh, fun fact about me is that um, I've lived in, let's see, three different countries. Um, I've lived in here, obviously, in the States. I've lived in Korea, and I've also lived in Okinawa, Japan. Oh, my gosh. Like, which one is your favorite out of the three? Um... Honestly, I would, I love Korea, um, and that's, like, not trying to be biased or anything, but um, I love the food. I just love, like, how everything is accessible. There's so much culture. Um, I feel like even though I've been there um, every summer while I was um, in high school and college, like, I still haven't experienced everything what Korea has to offer, so I'm super excited to see um, and go back and see all the things that I've missed um, but I definitely love living in Korea. Maybe we should take a trip to Korea together. We should, totally. <laughs> it should be like a, uh, we could do like a podcast episode from oh Korea. Oh my goodness, we, should, we can make a vlog with it too. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, yes. Um, all right, well, you know, let's just kind of get into kind of like our um, AKD5 background and just kind of give a little bit more of a deeper dive into us two as sisters. So, you know, what made you decide to join Katie So for me, actually, I always wanted to be in a sorority. And um, my high school friends were actually in FIG, um, Alpha Phi Gamma. And so when I came to MSU, I wanted to be in a sorority that was more diverse because of Panhell, I felt like it was more populated with um, Caucasian girls, and I felt that there wasn't really any sense of like more of culture wise. Definitely, yeah. And I felt that like it was more a little bit inclusive when I first saw um greek life but probably changed now but for me i wanted to be like more part of my culture so i heard about alpha kappa delta phi through a friend and she introduced me to the sisters over there and that's how i decided to be a part of akd5 so how about that's you? Awesome. yeah honestly 
It's a similar story to mine, but kind of opposite. Um, so I also always wanted to join a sorority. I was, um, my aunt kind of like brought it up to me, like as I was like heading into college. And um, so I went into college thinking, yeah, I'm going to join a Panhellenic sorority. Like I really wanted to uh, join Alpha Chi Omega. Um, mm-hmm. I just felt like that was kind of with their values and what they stood for was just kind of uh, aligned with what I wanted to um you know, go along with uh, in terms of being in a sorority. Um, I came from a very, like, predominantly, it was kind of split into 50-50. It was, um, like, half Caucasian and half Asian. Um, So I had a lot of, like, Asian cultural, like, activities and um, things that I did with um, my group of friends, like, in high school. And so I wanted to do something more diverse. Like I wanted to be in an organization that was super, super diverse. And so I wanted to join Panhel. Um, and then I got to Purdue and my friends took me to a, a AK-85 rush event. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm just going to go. I don't have anything to do. And, and so uh, they took me there and I, the first person that I met, um, who happens to be my big sis, um, (laughs) was just talking to me and, you know, I really vibed with her like really, really well. And, and I just got along with her so well that I just wanted to, you know, hang out with her more. I just, it was, you know, obviously as a freshman coming in, you don't know like a lot of people. And so like when people are really nice to you and they want to talk to you and get to know you more, you're just kind of like, wow, like what's, what's going on here? <laughs> and you know, it's, it's not like high school where everything's kind of like super shy, right? Like you kind of yeah. get to college as a freshman, you're, you're kind of open to so many different um, opportunities to meet people. So I kept going out to the rush events, but I still in the back of my mind was like, oh, I still kind of want to join um, Penhill. Mm-hmm. And my roommate at the time, she was um, uh, rushing as well um, for a Panhellenic sorority or she was planning to. And so we were discussing that a lot together. But the more that I went out to the rush events, I just got along too well with my big. And so and then once I found out, like at the first info session, like just the concept of like big sisters and lineages I'm like oh man I, I she has to be my big sis like I have to have her as my big sis and so um that's kind of my reasoning for staying just the opportunity to possibly because obviously nothing's guaranteed yeah. and like possibly get her as a big sis I'm I'm still pretty close with her to this day um Aww, she was my good. bridesmaid and yeah I've known her for 17 years now um, which is insane (laughs) Um, but you know I'm very very grateful to have met her you know she's been such an important and pivotal like person in my life Mm -hmm. that um you know like I'm just grateful that Katie Fye was able to provide that kind of experience and person in my life for me. Um, so yeah, long story. Sorry. Um, but that, really yeah, I decided to join because of my big, um, who is now my big. Um, and so it's, it's been great. Uh, yeah. That's so cute. Cause actually like during my rush too, there was one sister that always stood out to me. She always picked me up for the rush events and it ended up actually being my big too. I was like she's so cool like I admire her 
a lot and like we talked a lot and i was like it'd be totally cool if she was my big and then little did i know that she was planning to be my big so it worked out perfectly as well no yeah definitely and then like everything else just kind of like fell into place right because i like the philanthropy like breast cancer awareness kind of like hits home for me um personally Mm -hmm. because i've had like family members like affected by it so um that was just kind of like the topping like the icing on the cake here you know like just the fact that there was a philanthropy that I um, had a personal connection with so everything just kind of fell into place in terms of like the values of what our sorority stands for and like um, it just kind of fit with everything that I was like motivated and inspiring to do that's really good though it's like really hard to find like your perfect pair if that makes sense you know, Definitely. like an organization that just like has the values that you have and it just everything aligns pretty well with each other, you know? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to throw this question at you then. So what is your favorite AKD5 memory then? Oh, wow. There's so many. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's just way too many. Um. I mean, a lot of my memories obviously have to do with, like, just getting to know my big more. But um, the second year of me being active, um, I was on eboard as VP external, my favorite position, like, ever. If I could could have stayed VP external for every single semester I was active, I would have. Um, (laughs) I was VPE. My uh, big was chapter president at the time. And... um, no one on eboard could attend uh, BTSR with her. And uh, she had asked me, because usually it's chapter president of VPI that attends. And yeah. uh, so she asked me to go and I was just like, oh my God, yes. Like it's a trip that we're going on that like it, in a professional capacity, like I'd love to. Um, because the year before that, like we couldn't go to convention together. So I was really kind of sad because I couldn't experience that with her. So I was really excited to be able to have gone to um, BTSR, which was in Boston at the time. Ooh. Like, yeah, and I, it was a fun memory, just us going together, spending time in the a hotel room together, like, you know, and going to all of these meetings. Like, I really, um, you know, got so inspired by her leadership that, you know, it, it made me feel like I needed to step up more um, to kind of, not only just fill the shoes of being her little, but like, you know, I was a part of her e-board. Um, and, and so I wanted to do the best that I could. Cause just like watching her, like be the leader that she was, um, which is crazy. Cause she's so like soft-spoken and like that really like that weekend kind of showed me that you could be a soft-spoken leader as well too. Like um, there's also leading from behind the scenes. Um, not everybody has to be like at the, like the forefront of everything either so um that's kind of been like my favorite AKD5 memory Mm, that's so inspiring (laughs) yeah honestly like I think that's just kind of like I I chalk up my my experiences being in in KD5 to that like Mm -hmm. and you have to stay inspired because like it's easy to burn out it's easy to forget why you join it's easy to forget like why you like wanted to be a part of the organization in the first place. But for me, it's just like, I 
wanted to continue to keep learning. Um, and it was a, a, an outlet for me to be able to open up myself to get that learning from other women in different positions, um, and especially her since she was president. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what I aspire to do. I, I aspire to inspire as now an alum mm. in this organization. Um, and that's yeah. kind of all what I like to do um, with my younger girls, um, from my chapter, from like, my region, like anywhere else. Um, yeah. Uh, what's your favorite AK-85 memory? It's a very simple memory, but I think it's... Um... <laughs> I don't know, I think back to it, I think it's really funny. So I was mom for fall 19 to 10 adorable, precious babies. Oh, <laughs> yes, 10. <laughs> so I, for my last year, I actually decided to live in a single dorm. And this dorm is probably half the size of a regular dorm. Like, there's just no space whatsoever. But, you know, my kids decided to, you know, just hang out with me one night at my dorm. So, imagining fitting 11 girls <laughs> in one tiny room. <laughs> and we were just, like, just having just, like, a chat, you know, just, like, a girls' night in, I guess. And I just love that. Like, I just think it's funny how, like, 10 of us fit in my room. Like, some of us were, like, on my bed and the rest of us were on the floor just eating conrad's which is um it's like a sandwich place that you usually get late at night when you're drunk <laughs> but oh. for us we were like what's the most convenient place to order a lot of food and just like i guess like we just wanted to eat something like oily you know like nothing really healthy so we we're like okay let's just order conrad's even though it's probably not the best food to eat right now <laughs> so we ordered that and it's funny because i'm like a little kid myself like i love like juice so before that i i didn't plan to like buy like juice for them it was for myself like i was like you know i'm gonna drink some capri sun so i ordered like i bought like two boxes and my kids were like oh mom what do you have and they just like opened my mini fridge and drank all of my capri sun <laughs> oh my gosh and they just like ate everything on my fridge which is totally fine but i think it's just so funny that we were just like eating Conrad's, talking about like random things at like two in the morning and drinking Capri Sun and we were so loud that um the RA had to come down to my floor and was like oh. <laughs> they were like we have a noise complaint and like I'm let me be honest it's not the first time we ever had a noise complaint like there was a time we all got ready somehow again in my dorm and we got like three noise complaints because we were too loud <laughs> oh my goodness but i don't know i just really i just liked it because it was just like a it was like just one of those like good nights where you just catch up with everyone and you're eating like kind of good food and just enjoying the night and i i just love spending time with my kids too so definitely i mean yeah they're your kids 10 wow that's that's a lot of kids um thankfully i I, I wanted to be a spring mom because, you know, historically spring classes were smaller because I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't want a huge class. Like, I, you know, I want a, I, I wanted a small class. Um, and they were like, no, you're next up for mom. You have to be fall mom. And <laughs> um, I mean, thank goodness I, mm -hmm. I did because I love my my kids. Shout out to my Zeta babies. <laughs> um, I have two beautiful Aww, babies. Um, one actually lives in Arizona. Um, <gasps> Really? Right now, 
yeah she she goes to um like she's getting her master's over there um at the moment i should link up with her i literally thought there was like no katie fives in arizona and i was like super sad about that oh yeah let me i will definitely um connect you um but sandwiches doesn't seem like you know uh, a late night snack though like you know back at purdue we had a lot of late night opens like at the time when i was active we had a place my favorite place was called love shack they had like 100 different calzones like it was amazing and it was open till like four in the morning what the heck like yeah it was it was really good but we had a lot of like we had pizza places open we've had we had um this like chicago style like italian beef place called aj's um that opened up like the middle of like my uh, me being at school um so that was amazing um yeah we had a lot of late night spots um sandwiches though i i don't think that the, why how, how is that oily it's like literally all fried food like it's oh. fried like tater tots with like cheese and it's just like a bunch of stuff wrapped in this big sandwich or burrito and i'm just like amazed by like how long the line is because honestly like if you ate it like during the day it's not that greatest but like when you're drunk obviously you're like oh this is really good but i was like was like we literally don't have anything i don't know if it's changed now but like we literally only had like mcdonald's or like conrad's that was like the only place that was open and at that time we weren't feeling mcdonald's because we literally always get mcdonald's together so we were like okay let's switch it up a little bit (laughs) i um went back to Purdue for our 15 year reunion. And, um, aside from like getting like your, like the the other late night eats, we wanted to try something like different. And, um, the active girls like took us to this place where they had sandwiches as well too. And I was just like, what are you talking about sandwiches? Like like two, three in the morning. And Mm the sandwiches they brought back were like chicken tenders with french fries and cheese inside like a hoagie like inside you know between the buns and i'm like this is not a sandwich (laughs) (laughs) and then there was another one my um one of my other sisters got she got it had mozzarella sticks with chicken tenders and she extra cheese with like a little bit of lettuce and i'm like oh my god i feel like you know, a heart attack after one bite, but I'm like, it makes sense because, you know, it's so greasy. So yeah. it's good for, you know, right before you go to sleep after an, an outing. <laughs> your right. But, but yeah, no memories with your kids are always fun. I think, you know, I wish I had uh, more time with my kids, honestly, because the semester after I only had a semester after with my kids because mm-hmm. I ended up moving to Korea that, um, that following year so I do um kind of wish I had more time but I know where they all are now and one of them did come to my wedding so Aww. it's not like you know I'm 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 like I'm disconnected with them but mm-hmm. yeah um so on to the next question then like I know we kind of like touched on this already with me so like we can go a deeper dive into what you know ignites your AKD fire and I love that saying and and it's so funny because I think it was like a convention theme at one point. Um, and I love the concept of AKD fire because it, it, it just sums up, you know, sisters that have put so much into this organization because they have the passion for 
um, our sorority. So, um, Cindy, yeah, what ignites your AKD fire and like, why do you continue to serve today? For me, what ignites my AKD fire? I feel like as an individual coming in to college, especially being like an as-day student, I felt very disconnected in a sense where like it was just so hard for me to like make friends I was very shy and quiet because everyone from that college was just like knew each other from like you know the area like oh different parts of Michigan but there wasn't as many out-of-state students until I got into Katie Phi and then KFI just like changed me a lot in the sense like I felt more empowered, I was more vocal, wasn't I'm so shy but like still like it like gave me a lot of like leadership skills and kind of like stand for what I believe in. And so during my last year before I graduated, I told myself, you know what? KFI has given me so much and I just want to give back cuz like I cannot put into words how much Katie Phi has helped me and like shaped me to the person I am today. And so for me, why I continue to serve today is because I always wanted to help like younger sisters grow into leaders and just help them and push them into the, the right direction. If that makes sense. <laughs> so like, it does, even, like yeah. I don't know what it is, but like, even after I like, graduated, I wanted to still be part of, like, I mean, like, yeah, we're still part of KD5, but be more involved with it, like, being part of this, like, the KD5 cast, um, podcast, and then being part of uh, membership development as well, and, like, I also am part of, like, the PR and communications, so just, like, doing that and, like, making somewhat of a difference, like, makes me feel good and, like, trying to improve like our organization on a business level and on a sisterhood level is something I always strive for as well and I don't know it's just like something that like I'm really passionate about too because like after like having my kids too and just like for like I love my kids because another thing is they also like changed me and shaped me to the person I am today because they taught me a lot about like patience being understanding and also like during their journey you know of becoming sisters like I was with them too like on that journey as well and I learned a lot from that and I wanted to like focus on more of like different areas like we didn't really focus on like one of the things I did was like brought up more about mental health because I'm a very big advocate for mental health so like putting that into our chapter and like bring that out and different things that maybe we never noticed and making a change is what I strive for yeah that's super important I mean I think um the mental health awareness like kind of initiative has been you know kind of almost like taboo like mental health and like I think the Asian American community is just a little bit you know like taboo right like there's no not many people talk about it and um we're kind of taught to just deal with it and like move on right and I think um the initiative to get more of that awareness out um in the recent years within our organization has been so important and I've seen um changes in how 
you know, even at the chapter level, like that we are focusing so much on like individual sisters and basically their mental health and making sure that each sister is doing well and, and working to learn to be more empathetic, right? You know, and I think that's just kind of something that's hard to see when we're active. Like, I think it's easier to see like from the outside looking in, right? And I think Mm -hmm. that's kind of just everything, like how we go about everything. It's the grass is always greener on the other side. Outside looking in, we're always going to have different perspectives. But, um, you know, I just, as an older sister, I do see kind of the things that I should have done differently as active. And obviously we're not going to see that. And, um, what I love about being, um, still kind of active to this day, um, within Katie Fi is that I can help mentor that with our, our younger sisters, our actives. And, um, part of that is teaching sisters to be empathetic towards others, you know, and just putting them into each other's shoes, which is very, very hard to do. And I, you know, really strive to like kind of create that kind of environment where if that were to happen to you, like, how would you want your sisters to support you? You know, like, Mm -hmm. how do we want to support our sisters? And so, um, again, yeah, kind of bringing it back to like what, sparks my AKD fire. Um, Mm -hmm. being an older sister now, um, I have been pretty active. Like I took a little bit of a break when I lived abroad. Um, but when I came back, I knew that, um, I wanted to continue to serve because just like you, Katie Fi has given me so much, um, that I would, I want to give them as I can, because they, they did help build, the type of leader that I am and the woman that I am as well too. So, um, I've always wanted to be gov. I am, I guess we should have put this in our introduction. But I, <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am, um, which is awesome. Cause I'm from the Midwest region and, um, and another shout out, shout out to my Northwest region. You know, um, they've been so welcoming, um, um, in, in bringing me in, um, to be there, like, I've been so honored to be there, Gov. Um, my chapters are, all of them are amazing. Um, and they've given me so much to work with that I, not in a bad way, obviously, <laughs> so much to work with in terms of, like, expanding the reach of, like, my leadership abilities to help lead each and every one of them. Um, so I am a veteran, um, I have, um, I'm a U.S. Army veteran and, um, it taught me a lot in in the type of leader that I want to be. And it's helping me a lot in terms of the governor that I want to be for my regional like chapters. Um, you know, not every sister communicates the same way. They don't receive communication the same way. Um, they don't accept leadership in the same way either. And so for me to be able to flex kind of like my leadership skills and be adaptable to every single individual, like chapter leaders within my region has been such a rewarding experience. And, um, I, it's not a challenging experience, which is great. Again, they've made it super (laughs) easy. Um, they've been amazing. Um, and, and, they've kind of 
reignited like even more of my AKD fire to continue to serve because I love being a mentor. Like I love being a mentor, like personally, professionally, um, through AKD um, just any way that I possibly can to like lend a hand. And for me, I just, I remember being active and like being burnt out a lot and, you know, coming from a small active house. Um, I wish that I could have reached out more and asked more questions and asked for help. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, my chapters have like been so open with me that I feel so like, you know, again, just so rewarded that they allow me to come in and like be a person that they can share like things with, like that they are going through and whatnot. So, um, that's kind of been what fuels me and um, why I continue to serve. Again, same thing as you. Um, they, the organization has yeah. given me so much. I feel like we <laughs> definitely have a lot of similar like experiences. I feel the same way. Like being a mentor is like such a rewarding, rewarding and honorable thing. Yeah. Because like even now, like I know like when it comes to like graduating, you get kind of like a little bit sad. You know, because you won't see your sisters as often, and I guess like be a part of it more. But surprisingly, after I graduated, I still keep in contact with like my sisters and my kids, yeah. and just like having them come to me and asking for advice, like I feel so honored and like oh yeah, that I'm like I, like I'm still contributing to my chapter and like helping them in the best way I can and giving them all the resources that I can. It's like very. Mm-hmm nice and that like I still feel connected with my chapter as well definitely yeah I um I I completely agree with you like you and then it's like you like it's you feel so like wow they're reaching out to me and asking me advice for career stuff like Mm -hmm. um and I think the reason why I love being gov so much is they're reaching out to me to, for advice for Katie Fi stuff, which is kind of a new realm for me, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, kind of, but not really. I, I've, <laughs> I've been my, uh, chapter alumni advisor. I was their alumni advisor for two years and it was such a great position and role that, um, within like RCA organization through chapter, um, it was again, a rewarding experience, like on the chapter level, but for me now, like being gov and like reaching out to the, all the chapters in my region it's just yeah it's been great like I've enjoyed it very much um I I, I definitely love being in this position <laughs> I'm really glad though because like you know some like no matter where you're at in your life or what position that you always have that little bit of a burnout and yeah definitely and it really sucks because like some burnouts sisters have it like really early and yeah and I think it's because you know like they look at it so like like they look at all the requirements and they look at all the things that they have to do and they forget to they forget like kind of like one of the biggest reasons why they joined too right they wanted to join because they wanted the connections with the sisters they the sisterhood part right right yeah and we forget to have fun like we start looking at it too much like of a business but that we forget like to have fun with each other like we forget to have those like connections and like taking that extra time just to like be with each other and um 
that's something that I miss a lot. Like we do have like regional sisterhoods here. Like, um, you know, like I do set up Bay area kind of sisterhoods, like with our chapter sisters, like, and we just go out to eat and, um, and they come out like alums from like sisters actives, like from all different crossing seasons and years, like they all come out and it's, it's their opportunity to get to know like all the other girls that they've, they haven't met either. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and for me, having crossed 17 years ago, um, I, I, my main goal really is to like, by continuing to serve is to inspire other girls to do it as well too. And, and show them that it can be a rewarding experience, something that, you know, like could be missing in their life or, you know, like work is always work. Like we're always going to be busy, but just taking the time to volunteer and doing something that like uplifts you and uplifts and empowers your community in, in any way that you possibly can like make a difference, I think is such a different feeling that we don't necessarily always have the opportunity to feel. And so even being part of this podcast, like I like was super excited when like the ask came out. Cause I was like, Oh, you know, I've always wanted to like do something like this. Like mm-hmm. I, I've done like an interview talk series, like on Instagram before. And so like, I'm, I'm all about this. And obviously we're, we're learning as we go, right. We're like, we're both new into this. So, you know, hopefully the ladies are still listening at this <laughs> getting to know us. But, you know, as we go into this new season, we hope to, like, bring up, like, a diverse, like, diverse content that our sisters would find engaging and useful um, and, above all, just inspiring, right? Like, a right. lot, we have so many sisters across, like, the world that we would love to share their stories Um and not just their Katie Five stories. We want to share all of their stories. Yeah, and, just beyond know. than just a Katie Five itself. Exactly, and and I think that's you know kind of what makes this podcast unique, right? We want to highlight. We want to we want to celebrate. I I want to say that's the better word. We want to mm-hmm. celebrate our sisters right. um, because they are all every single one of them amazing in, in in everything and anything that they do like there's always everybody has stories and that's what keeps everything always going so with that being said Cindy you know what can we expect from this new season of Katie Fi cast well we can expect a lot that's what I'm gonna tell you <laughs> it's very vague but it's a lot like good things such as like leadership and career and community sisterhood just like different stories like the good and the bad because you know good stories help inspire right but also bad stories can like transform into good experience and life lessons too definitely and like you said there's just so many sisters around the world that we have yet to meet like just even like meeting you like I never thought I would ever meet you (laughs) no right I mean again we're the age difference too like we would have never met as actives yeah and and then when I first met you I was like so nervous like I I still have yet to meet you in person of course because of COVID but just like learning getting to know about you and like I like honestly love texting you (laughs) I didn't know you have been so like 
it, it's so funny because like again you're like exactly what you said we haven't met in person but like I feel like we've been we've known each other for so long like our like already comfortable like le- like comfortability level with each other has like just always it's just it's already there and like it's funny because we just met like right what in like September of yeah. last year um, <laughs> And yeah, and I was just like, oh, another Midwest sister. Great. You know, like, I love meeting sisters like from everywhere. And so you've, you've made it so easy to get to know you and like, like share things with you. I'm just like, oh, man, like, she's just already like, given me such an open environment. I think you're, you know, it's just been such a amazing time like getting to know you too like obviously we got to know each other a little bit more on a deeper level today within like our AKD5 like experiences but just like texting you and like chatting with you it's like it's it's so easy like I feel like I've known you for a a very very long time already it's been yeah it's been such a I'm so glad that this podcast has brought us together um, mm-hmm. and getting to know each other hopefully we can meet in person soon yes because um, you know we got adventures planned out already exactly <laughs> definitely. and that's that's the beauty of like being in this organization right like I, I think that's what I love so much like you can be we're all sisters and we could have never met and we could just hit hit things off like immediately I think like I've I've started noticing that a lot more like being of and meeting sisters from everywhere I'm just like oh my gosh like everyone can be my best friend (laughs) you know like it's been it's been such a great like time um and and yeah it's been it's been great like I I appreciate and and so grateful to have like met you so I'm like glad like you're like ingrained in my life now me too I'm like well now she's stuck with me she can't get rid of me because we're gonna be partners for the K5 podcast (laughs) but yeah definitely agree because like there's so many new sisters I've met like ever since like you know being like a volunteer and being on board as well like I never thought that like um I would ever be close to like sisters I've never met and it's just like weird you know because like we are sisters but like there's just like this like connection I don't know how to explain it it's just like this feeling where it's just so easy to just talk about anything and everything I I completely agree like I I do feel that like it's a kinship right like it's a it's like unspoken kinship and it's funny that you say that because like sometimes like like I've met sisters like over the years like living in the bay Mm -hmm. and not knowing that each of us were sisters and like we just ended up gravitating towards each other anyway (laughs) and then later finding out like oh you're an Alpha Kappa Delta Phi I am too like like, that's happened to me in Korea oh really yeah it was like so random like it was, um, she was a sister from a SoCal chapter and she, we were in orientation together for teaching, like at a, at an academy. And she just came up to, she's like, she's like, because we did our introductions and I'm like, Oh, I'm from here. I went to Purdue, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then Mm -hmm. after that, during break, she like came up to me and she was like, are you Katie Fi? And I was just like, Whoa, that's so (laughs) random. And then like, and then I met, like other sisters from like Austin, like that same summer, and you know, 
it just yeah and then me working here in the bay like I like got along with one of the girls that came in um like right away like we just like hit it off and then later on I guess like she looked at my Instagram she's like oh we're both Katie Fies oh wow and like yeah it's just like I don't know what it is you just kind of like gravitate towards sisters too even though you might not even know like I ended up like when I went to um I went back to school like almost two years ago and one of my classmates ended up being a sister too and we were just like wow okay (laughs) (laughs) so random and and so yeah like I I love that kinship I really do and I I just it's I love social interactions I think you know they run the world like I, I love you know connecting with people um you know, and I love hearing their stories. I love hearing about them. I, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm a cheerleader, you know, that is so, <laughs> I, that's my uh, Myers-Briggs. Like I'm a cheerleader. Mm, okay. Like I, you know, like I love celebrating everyone's like backgrounds and everyone's stories. So I, I think that's why being a part of this podcast, like just made sense. Cause I just want to hear more and about sisters. Like I want to hear more about their journey. Like, how they came like to be like not just being sisters but being the woman that they are today like their leadership like their jobs like everything like I want to know what gets them up every morning you know like what is their motivate like mating factor like because it it inspires me and then it also humbles me too like it gives me kind of like a reality check and like makes me like think like like inspires me to do want to do more and and that's kind of what I want to you know be a part of so I'm super excited for this season and I'm super excited to be co-hosts with you a fellow Chicagoan and Midwest I did honestly I did not know you're from Chicago this makes it like even more like funny (laughs) I was like I have a connection with her is this why we have a more deeper connection because we're both from the Midwest for sure. And now it's you're, like, kind of close to me, but not really. <laughs> you're, like, the... I know we're on the same side, at least. Yeah. Like, country here, but what do they call it? It's, like, is it called Kismet, I think? Maybe. You know? Something like that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, for sure. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Well, Cindy, you know, I am super excited um, to share this with our sisters. I hope, you know, our sisters can tune in um, and hopefully get something out of it as well too as much as we are because I you know I don't consider us just hosts I consider us just a a way to get these stories out and like get you know more into a deeper dive with our sisters and and to be able to share their stories so an outlet we're we're their outlet yes I definitely agree (laughs) it's kind of just like having like a listen like a sister date kind of thing too it's just like getting to know each other on a deeper level but also just sharing it to other sisters you know and inspiring each other talking about things beyond Katie Fye and just knowing them for who they are exactly no you've wrapped it up (laughs) perfectly 
Um, well, thanks for joining us, everyone, on this first episode of Katie Fi Cast, kicking off the new season. Um, stay tuned monthly for new episodes, again, featuring our lovely sisters and sharing their stories. And stay motivated and stay inspired with love and friendship. Signing off.